to the Swedish podcast, a podcast where we have conversations about the paradox between like. <laughs> so right. <laughs> okay, one more time. <laughs> the conversations about the paradox between two cultures. Why can I not say it? <laughs> okay, right. One more. This is going to be in the show notes. Swiss road. Right. One, two, three. Hello and welcome back to the Swedish podcast. This is about conversations about the paradox of life between two cultures. Um, and I'm really delighted to say that you finally have more than one host. Yay! Um, Kat, are you here? Yes, I am. Yes. Hi. Yes. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Okay, so um, we have to be honest. We are doing this remotely because Kat's got a cold. <laughs> um, are you feeling okay? I'm feeling much better today. Much, much better. A little bit, a uh, little bit husky, a little bit croaky, but uh, yeah, sitting in my little uh, podcasting cupboard that I created last night <laughs> for this. Yes, and I'm sitting um, under my duvet um, in my my bedroom. So um, apologies if you hear a rustle now and again. Um, but in these um, COVID safe times, you know, we have to we have to sort of you know needs must as they say yeah um because ordinarily if Kat had had a cold I would have been like yeah well it's fine no problem just let's let's get together and do the podcast but uh you're not allowed to do that now no no it's probably for the best so I am feeling a lot better but uh much better to be safe than sorry yes um and I think um everybody who's listening deserves an explanation as to how we ended up here with you doing coming on board and joining me to co-host this um amazing podcast tell tell let's let's tell that story <laughs> let's tell it let's, let's, tell, let's it. tell that story so um i how did we meet cat oh how did we meet we met at uh the first mama murder meeting i think yes that yes. would be the first time we met right yes that was the very first time we met that was in yes. 2016 no was that I think, I think so oh my gosh I'm pretty sure Time that's when flies. I yeah I'm pretty sure that's when I organized the first mom and met it um but I'd stalked you on an Instagram <laughs> so that's really how we met if I'm honest from from my perspective um and uh, then we uh kind of kept in touch and um oh there was something else in between then I um I started writing for oh, Little yeah, Bear Abroad. Of course you did. Yes. Of course you did. All the wonderful articles that you did for Little Bear Abroad, which are still on the website. They're still up there. Um, despite the fact that um I'm not actively uh still running Little Bear Abroad, but that's for another time. Um and then um you decided to quit your job. A financial institution as a financial editor. Yes. And go freelance. I did, yes. <laughs> I uh I just had one of those now or never moments and thought, if I don't try this out, mm. how will I know if this mm. is something I'll be interested in? How will I mm. know if it will work for me? So yeah, it took the plunge after being there for ooh, 13 years, I think I'd been in that job for. Wow. So, yes. And I just decided to be a freelance writer and editor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which coincided 
beautifully uh, with me being fired by my publisher um, <laughs> and having a small to medium size breakdown <laughs> uh, about the 72,000 words that I had just written about my life in Sweden um, and what to do with them. Um, and I kind of landed on your doorstep in a sniveling mess going, I, I don't know what to do. How can you help me publish this? Um, and then you went, sure, but I want to help co-write it too. Yes. Um, yes. Which was absolutely fantastic for me um, because despite the fact that the book was kind of a f kind of not quite really there yet but it was it was taking shape and it was forming and there was lots of information and facts and so on it really needed more personality and also different viewpoints and you know you'd lived in Sweden for how many years 12 years at that point uh oh yeah 12 uh, 12 years now 12 years now, okay, yeah, so just coming up for, yeah, yeah, it was just sort of more like 10 or 11 years at that point. You'd gone through the gamut of everything with having kids and stuff, and I had only been in the country for about four years at that point, um, so really needed another person or somebody who has had a little bit more experience of life in Sweden <laughs> to kind of, you know, fill in the gaps or or back it up, really, or, yeah, Um um, and we started working on that. We did. We we started going through that. When that must have been ooh, spring two thousand and nineteen, so spring last year mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that we yep. started on that. Yep. Yeah, yep. And uh, and then I got kind of very distracted with thinking that starting my own studio would be a really great idea. <laughs> I mean, you got you got very distracted with your um with your uh your job as a freelancer as a freelancer yes. and copywriter <laughs> <laughs> and, and then and then we came back together and, and came up with a plan and a timetable yes and then uh and then COVID happened then COVID happened it was brilliant <laughs> <laughs> and, and what had been our, our timetable had been oh I think publication like May 2020 that sounds perfect I think yeah. we've decided on yeah. so yeah yeah, and then the whole oh, country, yes. then everything, the whole world just shut down. The whole world just shut down. Oh. And we were like, well, I don't really want to write a book right now, do you? <laughs> yeah. A book about people coming to Sweden when yeah. people can't yeah. come to Sweden. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um, we 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 kind of, that's, that's how, that's the story of Kat and I, um, and how we know each other and how we've been attempting to work together. <laughs> for the last year um but um it's uh it's it's a slow work in progress and i'm i'm willing to i'm willing to take all the time that it needs um we are we are going to start working on the book again i'm happy to yes. say um, do we have a timetable for it uh i don't think we do right now because we've had <laughs> we've had a lot of thoughts during during the uh, pandemic yes. a lot of thoughts about the book and maybe changing slightly the direction yeah. that it was going in and yeah. and I think we need to we need to sort through those thoughts together and I don't yeah. know like brainstorm mm. <laughs> mm. yeah and in a way doing this podcast 
is kind of helping us with that because we both realized that you know we're now natural we're now we are now both naturalized swedes um <clears throat> swedish and um we have come to a point in our journey uh, um of immigration where we kind of feel that we are not the newbies anymore but also not quite we're not kind of settled either so when we talk about this weird paradox of sort of life between two cultures we 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 definitely both of us feel that we have a foot in two different places at the same time um and that's something that we really want to learn about um and i think by inviting people who are in a similar situation people who have gone through this or who are still going through this um but from different walks of life and to, from with different perspectives um, of their experiences in Sweden, I think both of us really want to get a better understanding of where we are now, and then hopefully, okay. in a way that can inform the decisions that we make about how we want to go ahead with the the, the structure of the book that we have, but maybe with some changes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the book, the book shouldn't just be one thing it shouldn't just be about arriving here that's yeah. a that's an incredible part of somebody's journey mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I think there also needs to be the uh, the other side of it and that's what I think we're both finding mm. equally interesting now is mm. is when you've been here longer and and you start to you start to lose your sense of 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 who you are, where you're from, yeah. As you say, you've got a foot in both camps, and mm, mm. and it can change. I mean, some days I feel incredibly British, and then, or some minutes I feel incredibly British. Even it can it can switch that quickly, and then yeah, yeah. I I have to say, like I I mean I I've said this before and other things, but I I swing passionately between being incredibly. Um, defensive and 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 really you know patriotic if that's if you're allowed to use that word these days um about sweden and about the choices that you know about how about life in sweden um back to again you know absolutely tearing my hair out going why are you doing this sweden <laughs> you know it's like it just again it's just whether it's a cultural clash or if, whether it's uh, something like that. I, I, you know, and, and I think everybody who, who, who is kind of foreign born here or who lives with a foot in two different um, cultures experiences that um, regularly. Um, this kind of, you know, clash of internalizing identity, you know, what does it mean? How, yeah, it's, it's hard to, it's quite hard to put into words, I think, um, how how one feels about um, two different identities of two different cultures um, in one person. But I think what I would like to do is learn how to talk about that during this podcast. And also, you know, and I hope that people who are listening to it will also kind of be able to relate to some of it and, and go, that's exactly how I feel and and benefit from some of that i hope anyway yeah definitely I, I think it's uh i think it's interesting as well that 
you know, there's different ways of of doing this. You some people come here and then they just immerse themselves mm. in Swedish life and Swedish yeah. culture. Yeah. And other people cling to how things were at home and the culture from home. And then there is sort of the third way, which is what what we're both uh, yeah. on that path now yeah. of, of trying to mix and blend and 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 yeah. work that out. How how that can how that Absolutely. can work. Absolutely, absolutely. I, in a way, I, I I really admire um, the individuals who who come here and and do immerse themselves so wholly into the experience of becoming Swedish. Um, mm-hmm. I I really admire it because it's just something I do not think I could do. Um, I find it uh, I I that you know my for me personally I can't speak. For anybody else apart from myself but for me personally my identity is very um tied to my scottish upbringing um mm. and 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 to just kind of assimilate to a different way of living is something that i would find particularly difficult to to do not not for any particular moral or <laughs> you know, yeah um political reason just the fact that it would be a real effort actually mm. um yeah for me but um so yeah and I really but in the but in the same in the same breath I you know I don't really understand why people cling to their their mother mother um I was going to say mother tongue identity. That's not true. That's not the right term. But their their kind of their home identity, their their home country identity, um, without giving anything away, without giving mm. up anything, without you know trying anything. Um, you know, I find that quite. Um, I just, in a way, kind of want to say you're making your life harder for yourself, really, <laughs> which is quite cruel. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, I, I think it's interesting. I think I wonder if there's for those people there's something more going on, something something deeper that doesn't Absolutely. doesn't relate to to Sweden uh, per se. Absolutely, I could not agree more. And that's uh, that's something that's you've got to acknowledge as well. So saying you know you're making life harder for yourself is just not helpful for anyone, really. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it, it it must make life harder as well. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It's, yeah it's, but in a way, it's, you know, how I say, you know, I, I, I couldn't, in a way how I say it, I couldn't ident, I couldn't completely assimilate because I would just, it would just, you know, it would be something that would be too difficult to do. I imagine that's how they feel about, you know, just, you know, trying something, blending slightly, you know, mm. that's, that's, it's the same, it's the same thing. So, you know, it's, um it just it depends on the individual and the person's individual's experience and their current situation and and life and so on and how that goes so it's Mm. um it's a it's and I think that just proves the point that immigration and all of the you know very complex and intricate cultural and social and political issues that are thrown into the mix of that one word um it's just not that 
easy a solution. It's not that easy a problem to solve. Um, and I think when politicians and um, the media go into the immigration, immigration, immigration um, rhetoric, it, it, it kind of actually simplifies a, a very, very difficult, difficult issue um, because there are so many so many variables and different experiences and different reasons and different um, things happening um, for people who are, Im Im who are who are migrating, who are immigrants, who are even even expats on a short-term fixed contract. Um, to just create a one solution serves all isn't appropriate. And I think that's why I get so frustrated with the current political rhetoric around immigration and uh, the media spin that goes with it, because actually nobody knows what the hell they're talking about. Put <laughs> <laughs> it quite mildly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, unless, you know, you've actually lived it, gone through it and, and experienced it several times in your life. I don't think you're any, I don't think anybody's in a position to be able to talk about it succinctly no and I think there's a, a tendency here to a shy away from talking about immigration um, mm. uh, among mm. politicians and then b to just do something and then mm -hmm. say look now we've fixed it yeah you know you yeah. asked us to do something now we've done something and as you say it's not a one-size-fits-all and and they just apply one thing to it and then just yeah. say well there we are yeah job done yeah, I, I mean, and I can understand. Like, for you know, the problem is so enormous. It's the, the the variables are so enormous in this one issue that it is. I mean, it is terrifying to think that you might have to sit one day, sit down one day, and actually come up with a solution that does work. Mm. <laughs> so, so I, can, I mean, I wouldn't like the job. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, I do. I do get increasingly frustrated with Sweden with Sweden's um, attitude towards immigration it's a very political and um economic um attitude towards immigration and not a human one in any shape or form but i guess you know when you're dealing with economics and dealing with um jobs and you know people's livelihoods and salaries and and how to keep an economy running that's what you've got to do um but uh, i don't think it's a i don't think it's a long-term sustainable issue Anyway, I promised that I wasn't going to get, I did say to Kat that I wasn't going to get political in this uh, first podcast. I'm so sorry. Um, I, don't, I don't think you can talk about, about being, uh, you know, having, having, as you said, put in two cultures and, and living here and not, not talk about immigration from a political aspect. So yeah, I know. <laughs> it I know. was inevitable. And, and I, don't want, I don't want you to all think that that's what this podcast is going to be about. It's not, I promise, I promise. I don't want it to be a political podcast podcast at all um i just want it to be about life but i guess you know life is politics in some way so you've got to you've got to have um you've got to have both um is there anything else that you wanted to say in this little introductory episode to our listeners cat um just to say really that uh there, there, there is a book. There will be a book. <laughs> we are working on it. Um, I know it might seem as if we just abandoned the whole idea, 
Mm. But uh, we are we are getting there, I mm. think. And it feels like maybe in a way this was was what we needed. You yes. know, this this pause yeah. to to step back from it mm-hmm. for some months and mm-hmm. have a think about it. You know, just have it there in the back of your mind. Mm. You know, ideas coming. Mm. And then just and, and see if if we were on the right track with it. And yeah. and I think overall we were, and I think we still are. But I think there are some sort of exciting changes we can we can make to what we what we have right now. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, and you know, from I think the world has changed in the last year again significantly mm. after this period of pandemic and social justice movements and uh for the better i hope my god mm. um but uh it's uh, and i think that is why i think the book will reflect our dis- our changes our our direction that the book is going to take is going to reflect that i think yes. yes um but yeah um one other thing i just want to say um the next episode that we are going to be recording is with emily Juf who is a children's author, um, originally from Gambia. And uh, she's also an education um, advisor for Reda Barnen, which is Sweden's um, arm of Save the Children. Um, and I'm very excited to talk to um, her about that, as is Kat, um, and ask her some questions about her author authorship and about her experiences um, of life in Sweden as she's become a, a naturalised Swede too. So, um, yeah, listen into the next week's podcast and uh, keep listening to us. If you find us on Spotify or iTunes, please rate us. Please leave a little message for us saying whether or not you liked it. If you didn't like it, totally understand. Still rate us. <laughs> every little every little star counts. <laughs> um And uh, we'll be back very soon. Bye. Bye.